0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Welcome, it is Wednesday and another episode of Love Brand You. I'm Sam Rafus and it, I'm beyond excited for today's show. I think I say that every week, but even more so about today because it's about my absolute, one of my favorite topics, innovation. Especially in today's global market, we are all constantly innovating because if we don't, we get left behind. At this moment in time, I am more proud than ever to live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Did you know Alberta is among the top three centers in the world for artificial intelligence with a Google Deep Mind Lab and a state-of-the-art research facility. We are a leader in quantum computing and quantum communications. Alberta is one of the top two centers in North America for machine learning. That's mind-blowing to me. We are not just oil and gas. Albertans are entrepreneurs, and we are innovative. Especially in the recent years of the economic downturn of oil and gas, we bounce back, and I can attest to that. I have been an entrepreneur for 16 years, and I wouldn't have it any other way. In an article from Business Link Canada called Looking Back on 2017, I just want to read a quick paragraph from that article headline, The Year of the Pivot. Entrepreneurs are inherently innovative, so when tough times hit, they take a step back and ponder what they can do differently to be sustainable and competitive in possible new markets. Business Link saw a 36% increase in calls from seasoned business owners this year who were in search of market research and information on new market segments that would diversify their business. We are not sitting back waiting for the price of oil to increase. Here to talk with me about innovation is Laura Kilcrease, the Chief Executive Officer of Alberta Innovates. Laura was recruited from Austin, Texas last year. She is recognized as a significant motivator in shaping Austin's economic revitalization. Laura influenced the creation of Austin Technology Council and co-founded the Austin Technology Incubator, where companies have raised over $3 billion to date. With over 25 years' experience in commercializing technology, Laura is sharing her enthusiasm and entrepreneurial expertise to create innovation coalitions that leverage the talent and spirit of Alberta. Laura was born in London and she received her Chartered ac- Management Accountant Certification in the UK and has a Master's in Business Administration from the University of Texas. Welcome, Laura. Thanks, Sam. Good to be here today. Well, I I could go on and on about you, but I want you to do that for us because I know we have a limited time. I know that you are graciously taking your time to do this with me today before you hop on a plane for for another city. I know people are waiting to talk to you too. But listeners, don't miss out on a minute of the show. In the first half, Laura and I are talking about the X ex- her expertise in innovation and what's happening in Alberta and the world. In the second half after the break, we'll be talking about the InVentures 2018 conference, which is June 6th to 8th here in Calgary, which Laura is leading with her team from Alberta Innovates. I know I'm counting the days to that conference. So Laura, start us off. What's your backstory and what led you here? What led you on this path? Well, you know,
1: I had been asked several years ago to be on um, the uh, Alberta Research and Innovation Authority uh, uh, Advisory Committee, excuse me,
0: uh,
1: Area or ARIAC as it's called today. And it was a fascinating group. Um, there was 12 of us from different countries. And I found it kind of amusing as I was the uh, U.S. representative with my accent. Um, but we all came together to give the best insight advice that we saw for what what you could do here in Alberta. We had people like Rika from Finland and people like uh, Florence from uh, Austria and Germany and uh, uh, a range of folks, Peter Riddles from Australia, um, Peter Nicholson from Ottawa. You know, this was a great group of uh, obnoxious, wonderful people, great minds, and all had the good intent for for Alberta. Now, during that process, as we individually and collectively learned more about the province, it, the people here really attracted me. You know, the people are really the foundation to to anything that goes on. And yet we had really bright people, people that were wanting to look forward, wanting to know what was the latest and greatest out there. But, you know, it was the days when oil and gas was 100 bucks a barrel or more. And, the you know, the needs and the incentives weren't quite as uh, demanding as perhaps they Uh, opportunistic as as they are today. So through that, I got to know a little bit about Alberta and and, uh, became kind of fascinated uh, with it. Um, If I go further post, uh, I was still on ARIAX board when I received a call from someone and said, um, we'd like to talk to you about Alberta Innovates. And perhaps I should say a little bit about Alberta Innovates. Um, Alberta Innovates is the combination of four corporations that were brought together just 15, 16 months ago. Uh, the three of those corporations were industry verticals and the and the fourth corporation was a catch-all. Today, Alberta Innovates uh, is just over 600 people um, and that includes two wholly owned subsidiaries, InnoTech and Cifa, who are specialized in working with corporations. So we are a very broad corporation in that we fund discovery at the university level, either through research or professorships or student scholarships, um, all the way to uh, working with major industry on solving their problems to keep them in line and retain their business and expand their business here through the technology and innovation we will will, uh, develop for them to solve their problems and scaling that technology. And in between, we work with emerging businesses, I like to call them, not SMEs, they're not small or medium. In my mind, they're emerging. And these emerging businesses we work with them in many different ways through voucher programs to help them through technical development advisors through our regional innovation network through our programs to help connect them with industry and even with our programs where we will take them overseas to get them into new markets so you can imagine a discovery to deployment Um, a zero-sum aspiration to a major industry and a major market, Um, we are Alberta Innovates.
0: When I heard about it just a few short weeks ago when I met you, and and I knew a little bit about it, but honestly, I didn't know the depth um, of what it was. So when I talked to you, that's why I Listeners, I think I literally ran to Laura at the event. We were at the social media breakfast and I just said, can I interview you? When? So here <laughs> we are. And I, what do you love about innovation and your role as a pioneer leader in innovation?
1: You know, innovation is an equalizer in my mind. No, it's not based on your strength, it's not based on your net worth, it's not based on how many family members you have, it's not based on the size of your house or how fast your car goes, it's based on you. So if you can be open and inclusive and work with others to uh, achieve a goal by innovating, and innovation is not just about technology, it's about business processes, business models, things we can do better, faster, cheaper, or increase our revenue, then I think it gives us an opportunity to grow n- um, additional jobs and new types of jobs um, in this province. And those jobs, because they are based on innovation, typically are higher-paying, wealth-generating jobs. And that's, that forms the start of a virtuous circle. Um, so if you have people who we can get into the workplace who can earn somewhat above what they may averagely earn elsewhere, that they can pass that benefits to their families. Uh, They spend in your community. They buy things. and, And that virtuous circle is so incredibly important. If we want to be a province where we just do any job at any time for any dollar sum, then I, I think there's other places one can go. There's always a cheaper place, but yeah. our differentiator is the brain power of our people, and how we can apply that in innovation businesses, both to retain and expand existing large industries and bring it firmly into the 21st century, but also how we can create new businesses. You know, after all, when we would we have thought in our working lifetime that you can have companies like Uber with no employees and no assets yeah. and worth over $60 billion. Who would have thought? You know, there's so this is why innovation is not just about the research, it's also about the business models and what we have to do. And if we and I think we have that capability here in Alberta.
0: Oh, I actually I do think
1: too. it's the best kept secret. Yeah. No one seems to know about it except us here and we don't even talk about it.
0: And but the world needs to know about this. And I I was going to get into inventors, and I know we're going to talk about that after the break because that will let the world know. But listeners, I just want to read a little bit from a CBC article. Um, Laura is credited with playing a pivotal role in the growth and diversification of Austin's formerly oil and gas dependent economy. Austin is now recognized as one of the top technology centers in the United States and how do, you, how do you feel about not only Austin, is, I know they're sad that you left, but now we get to reap what you learned and, and implemented in Austin. How does Calgary and Austin compare? Well,
1: um, let me give you a little bit of history of Austin. Um, When I moved there in in the 80s, um, we had the second oil and gas bust. You talked about the oil and gas bust in the early 80s, and 81. There was another oil and gas bust worldwide in in the middle to late 80s. And Austin was a small town of 400,000 people. It was state capital. And very frankly, you know, most of the jobs there were around state government or the university. You know, we saw the economy being majorly hit by, the, by oil and gas going from the vast sum of $30 a barrel to 8 in the 80s. Every bank and savings and loan bar one was taken over by the federal government. And we had one of the highest unemployment rates and empty buildings in the U.S. And wow. it's just some of us got together and said, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise to us. Oil yeah. and gas is a cyclical business. It always has been probably always will Mm -hmm. why don't we do something about making sure we're not just on this one cycle and that's how um, and I would say it's no one person it's not me it's a group of people together working to get something accomplished so I would say less than a dozen of us come together and started thinking about what we needed to do for this environment where did we have the skills and the talent? And where can we combine that talent with innovation or research to develop new businesses as well as help these existing businesses? And that was the start in 1989 of how we started to think about diversification. I would tell you Austin has now diversified, in my mind, in three phases. It's kind of like a piece of software, version 1.0, <laughs> where we took it from... Uh, The late uh, 80s, and we we concentrated on software, hardware, and semiconductors as the new businesses. Uh, Phase two, uh, as we went through the 90s, was the late 90s onwards when we diversified into Web 1.0. We diversified into clean tech which actually wasn't a word at the time. Can you imagine talking to uh, folks uh, 20 years ago about having clean technology? Oh, wow. Farms and photovoltaics and and other things and how we could be fairly dominant and, and important in these areas and into other digital technologies. And I would say Austin has now moved to phase three where we're going, uh, where we're further diversifying. So we're not leaving those other industries behind, we're just adding to the diversification and now it's in consumer product goods with companies like Whole Foods and other smaller companies emerging in in CPG and other areas. So I won't get into all those areas, including quantum computing and artificial. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, it's a long game uh, played in what I think of as a relay race. It's pay, played in stages. Now Austin is over 2.2 million people. It really is not about Austin. It's about the region. And the region is, has exceed, done exceedingly well, uh, by, by, both by what people have done with, with their earnings, their jobs, that virtuous cycle, but also by their quality of life. And that was the other thing that attracted me to Alberta, um, I will tell you this winter has been a little bit trying for oh, me, is, I bet. Winter, I bet! Uh, slipped on ice and broke my ankle, but, oh my. but apart from that, um, you know, the quality of life here, when the sun comes out, the mountains seem to come alive, the plains, are uh, broad and vast and, it, and there's a quality of life that you can, you can build here. Cause I think wherever you work hard, you need to play hard too. And that seems to be a natural um, attribute of of most of uh, the Albertans that I've met so far. So I think Austin has changed tremendously. I've learned a lot. Um, I think just because you do this in one location doesn't mean to say you do the same in another location. But there are certain attributes that you learn. And so now I'm privileged to have the opportunity to try and lay the the foundation for diversifying, and and diversifying perhaps is an overused word in our uh, vocabulary, but bring new and exciting opportunities where wealth can be generated for the people of Alberta and people can have good ways of living and good styles of living for their families.
0: Oh I I love it and I just I think that well I know I know that Alberta is ready and I talk to a lot of people too and and we are all proud Albertans and we're all proud to be in 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 doing something different but yet holding on to our heritage too. Okay, let's take a quick break and then I want to get into the conference because I know we are on a Uh, time schedule here so you can get to your flight let's take a break and then I'm going to ask you about the conference. Great. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work without all the time and effort on your part? Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful easy nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days. And if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. Okay, we are back to Love Brand You. As I said at the beginning, or just before the break, I wanted to ask Laura to share with us about the InVentures 2018 conference. So uh, let's get right into it, Laura. Tell us about the conference. I know I'm going to be there the whole time. I've blocked out my schedule. I am not missing anything because I'm blown away by... by really what I'm reading on what's coming for the conference, tell us. Well,
1: I find you know, Alberta and the people of Alberta are almost a best kept secret. Yes, we're known for oil and gas, and yes, we're known for agriculture and some of our forestry areas, but we're not known, we're not at the top of everyone's lips. And I think we can do better because of all those great things that are happening here that I don't want to say we take for granted, but sometimes we don't even talk about Ourselves, You know, you mentioned earlier um, artificial intelligence and the machine learning institute at the University of Alberta. And I'm very pleased to say it was effectively Alberta's Innovate, Innovates um, as a company that funded that to the tune of 40 million over the last 15 years. Now it's time for us to harvest the economic benefits of things like that. But we can't do them, you know, one at a time, and we can't wait another 15 or 17 years for the next thing. So what we're doing with ventures InVentures stands for Innovation, Ventures, and Capital. The S at the end is a dollar sign. And what we want to do is build a multidisciplinary environment together So businesses and entrepreneurs can learn about what they need to know and what they can apply to their businesses while actually undertaking business by having what I call positive collisions, meeting with people that they otherwise would never meet because they're not in their industry or not in their town or not in their social circle. So InVentures is three days, um, June 6th through 8th, It's 80 sessions. At any one point, there'll be a minimum of five sessions. So whether you want to learn about uh, cryptocurrency or augmented reality or visualization or uh, business ecosystems, the rainforest movement, or anything, it will be there. Um, uh, there'll be many many uh, tracks as I said 80 we have 150 speakers coming in for those three days Uh, in many cases uh, we have international speakers coming in we have speakers from Alberta and Canada Uh, we have some diversity so we get different points of view um, and that makes the environment rich but it's rich within the context of also having creatives around. So in between the conference sessions, you might see an artist, you might see a musician. This needs to be experiential. Top of 150 speakers, we have four pitch tracks. And those pitch tracks uh, have now been selected. There are 32 of them. But I'm ecstatic to say to you, without anyone knowing that, that what was happening really is, this is the first of its kind in Alberta, we had 150 companies apply to come to Alberta. Half of them roughly were Albertan companies and the other of the remaining, uh, about 20 were from Canada and 50 were overseas. So that tells you that someone knows something about us but they're not entirely sure what. For those sadly who we have limited pitch tracks, uh, didn't make it this year, I was astounded To find out that of those uh, roughly 100 and some remaining, 47 of those CEOs signed up to come to InVentures within 36 hours of notifying they weren't on a pitch track. So I am sure we will have at least 100 of those companies. Now, in addition to that and the 150 speakers, um, we also have 40 high growth companies coming from the Midwest entrepreneurs who've already predominantly built one or more companies and sold them, who either want to do business here or are looking to understand and make connections in the market. So I know now, without even having every single registrant, that we will have somewhere between 150 and 200 CEOs that ordinarily may not be here. So I think that is one way to help put us on the map. But that alone is not enough. We have to do business with these people. We have to share innovation. We have to understand how we can help one another. And that will come through those positive uh, collisions. In addition to to that, we have um, on Wednesday night, because this is also experiential, um, I perhaps shouldn't be saying this out loud, but we're having a prop crawl on Stevens Avenue because when people socialize and trust one another, then... Um, uh, There's, they're more formative in their ways of wanting to do business. And then on um, Thursday night of the conference, we're very delighted to have a sponsorship uh, to actually go to the National Music Center, where we'll have up to five bands playing and people can mingle and listen to different music and meet new people. And it's all part of that experience. But it does not end there. Because InVentures is interdisciplinary, we have a a program called Connect. What Connect is, is we connect and partner with other single domain industry conferences. So it may be a couple this year are the Canadian Venture Capital Association. So we'll have 500 VCs in town. They will have their own single track programming for their issues. And then when their members are finished, they come into InVentures. Uh, similarly, we have COSIA, the oil and gas uh, conference, and that their members will have single tracks. We have uh, some um, joint tracks. And then when their members finish, and specifically the oil and gas space, perhaps they want to come understand how Bitcoin can work in the oil and gas business, or perhaps how they, they can continue to use autonomous vehicles in the oil sands or something like that. And then uh, we have 17 of those programs. A third one would be the WIND Network, the WIND's Innovation Health Network, the International Health Group of 100 health professionals coming in from Ontario, um, and so forth. so there are 17 of those groups with roughly 12 to 1700 members that will overlap the same three days and so will intermingle with the um, speakers and the attendees of Inventures. So what we're trying to do is make this a very rich environment. You will not get bored. in fact,
0: <laughs> I'm you'll sitting get here with my. Try- mom- sorry say that again
1: you'll you will not get bored but you will probably get be tired because there'll be so many opportunities for you to meet people do business learn new things have fun engage that uh i i think at the end of this when any individual looks back and we try and make sure the connections and, and the collisions happen that uh uh we're going to be astounded by what will come out of this meeting of great minds and great people
0: i'm sitting here with my mouth open, and I just want I want you to make uh just make a note for our listeners who the keynotes are.
1: Yes, the keynotes are so every day in the sessions we have plenary sessions in the morning, an individual speaker, uh, then we have panels, five side chats. Um, we have, um, and then we have a keynote every lunchtime uh, of the three days. So one of those keynotes is Guy Karawaski. Uh He's a famous entrepreneur from Silicon Valley. Uh, he's been in and around the environment for a long period of time. And Guy is going to come in and, and give us a keynote about the stuff. Startup, what's going on? Where the future's going? Um, another keynote we have is our own uh, our own dragon, uh, Arlene Dickinson from uh, Calgary, who's had uh, a lot of experience both by, by growing her own business and especially in the consumer product goods and manufacturing um, and, and uh, 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 tech area, but also coming in to give us her perspective. And then we have Alex Miller. Alex is from the energy area, uh, both clean, uh, clean energy and, and, shall we say, traditional energy, and Esprit, and he's going to come in and be talking about that. So three very different keynotes in terms of what they're looking for, where their vision is, what their experiences are. So again, uh, it emphasizes the, the interdisciplinary aspect of we're not just one thing for one person.
0: No, I'm, I'm counting, I'm literally vibrating and counting the days and I'm watching our time because I want to get every drop out of you before you have to go. Um, so I'm going to have, uh, Alberta, uh, com is the website. That's how people can get more information. I will have that on the show page but I also hopefully can add um, some other material to this episode uh, before I launch it next week. Um, But Laura, every guest I ask a personal question about what is one of your best habits? I want you to share with us because again, everyone that has their own business or is a leader in the community or, or is just out there doing what you are doing, you have to have habits that you do daily that keep you that 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 keep you energized and healthy and doing what you're doing. What's one of your best habits that keeps you doing a good job and living your best life? You know, um,
1: I, perhaps this is not a habit. This is perhaps we might think of this as a skill. I I think I'm a very lucky person to have some wonderfully great people around me that are willing to work and partner with me. Now, whether that's the team at Alberta Innovates who work so incredibly hard, um, or it's the people in the community who are willing to partner with me to get these things done. I think it's so important to be inclusive, to understand that we as Alberta are one, we are not just a series of different locations, and it's our strength comes when we're together. And I personally believe that myself. It's not what I do as me, is how I'm open to others' ideas and how we can help those ideas become reality. So I think uh, for, for me, I, I'm not sure it's a, ha- a habit, but it, it's a style that we need to be inclusive. We need to, we don't have to agree with everything. But we need to try and support everyone, and and I hope that support comes back uh, the other way. I can certainly say at Ventures uh, that certainly is happening. When I think of the support I've had from people in uh, Germany, in the U.S., in Canada, trying to pull these these key people in, uh, it could no it could never be done by one individual alone. So I I, I think that my only other secret I have to tell you is. Coffee (laughs) coffee in the early part of the day and a glass of wine at the end of the day.
0: There you go. Okay. Leave us with your best parting words of wisdom.
1: Uh, Wisdom about adventures or wisdom, you know, or you don't mind.
0: Whatever you want to share. I want our listeners to get the best, the best you can offer us as you fly off onto where where are you flying out to? I'm flying out to San Francisco. Okay, for a few short de- a couple of
1: days of business and flying back um, because. We have to go to the world in order to get to the world to come to us. Exactly. uh, Again, it's part of that that greater partnership. Um, Words of wisdom. Um, I can't say uh, this is planned, as you know. You just asked me the question, you know, um, do your best, try. Uh, You know, it doesn't matter whether you succeed or things don't work out the way you uh, originally anticipated. And failure is not bad. Failure is just you've risen your learning to the next level. So try and try, because if you don't, one day you'll sit back and then you'll say, well, why didn't I try? And I don't think anyone wants to have a regret in this life. So my personal motto is just go for it. Let's try, and no matter what happens, I will learn something, I will achieve something or I will meet someone that otherwise would not have passed in my lifetime. And for that, I'm very lucky.
0: Thank you. Oh, I you've made my day. You've made my day by being on the show and talking about innovation, talking about the conference, and I hope that we see so many people in june and i look forward to seeing you there i likely won't see you till then but we'll connect then and thank you laura oh you're welcome hey adventures
1: is the future let's be part of it let's not sit on the sidelines here in alberta
0: i wholeheartedly agree listeners head on over to adventures can.com i'll have the information on the show page as usual you'll be able to click on the link and find out everything that you want to know because you will want to be there uh i'm your host sam rafis until next time keep sharing the love
1: this is not really a conference i think of it as the unconference this is not going to be a stuff shirt conference This is gonna be a conference of creatives. This is people who are looking to the future. So this is people who are gonna come together and have dialogue and something's gonna spark their thought. If you wanna meet the most interesting, business-oriented, leading edge, new thinkers in this country, you need to come to Alberta and you need to come to Calgary. It's gonna be a must-go-to event for those who wanna see real things happen. Would you imagine that we have people working on quantum computing and quantum communication? Would you imagine we have one of the top three centers of artificial intelligence and for machine learning number two in North America? Would they understand that we're one of the top researchers in hemp in all of North America? We're going to do things in a manner that have not been done in this province. And more importantly, we're gonna do them on a world stage. So while this year is the first year, and we already know we have global speakers coming in, you know, this is just the start. It's what we make of this ourselves. When we have so many opportunities to interact with all these different types of people, that's when it sparks new ideas, new creative thoughts that can turn into reality. So you're going to have people there looking to see what's the latest trends in innovation and technology and how can they adopt or buy or enhance for their own systems. And for those who come in to visit with us here in Calgary, I hope you'll stay on. I hope you'll come to Edmonton. I hope you'll go to Banff. I hope that along with the the deep opportunities and the businesses you'll see, you'll have fun. If you want to see the forefront of what's coming, if you want to be there to take advantage in business of making profits out of new innovations and new technologies if you want to find the cool people that will make things happen be it inventious.
0: love brand you with sam Rafus. if you like what you heard on today's show head to itunes and subscribe to love brand you you can leave a comment a review or send sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafis.com, S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.